Welcome to the Catholic Cafe, where Catholic truth is served fresh daily. We've made you a reservation in the luxurious corner booth, so come on in and see what's on the menu today. Now, here's your host, Deacon Jeff Drzezemski. Greetings and welcome to the Catholic Cafe. I'm Deacon Jeff, sitting in the luxurious corner booth of the Catholic Cafe. Kind of a special edition today because uh, Sam and uh, Ziggy are not with us today because I have another guest. Of course, he brought a guest, too, who's not talking. So we're not going to mention Logan is here, and he's just sitting there staring at us. Uh, So everyone ignore Logan. Uh, But don't ignore Jordan Burke, who's with us here in the luxurious corner booth of the Catholic Cafe. Jordan, welcome. Thank I'm you. so glad you're here. I'm very happy to be here. Well, you just happen to be breezing through town. You That's came right. by the cafe because you wanted some good coffee and a donut. That's you right. like with sprinkles. Of course. Yeah, of course. A sprinkle donut. And so we got that for you. And uh, also, uh, you're um, uh, now we're not going to mention your dad. Sure. No. So y'all Google Burke and then find out who his dad is. Yeah. Um, uh, we love him, though. He's a he's a good man. I'm just teasing. Uh, <laughs> but we are going to talk about the kind of things that you're involved in. Right. Uh, some people might know you uh, you've you've had a podcast in the past and but you're start you're launching a new podcast and you're also involved with uh, with a group called spiritualdirection.com what is what is spiritualdirection.com do spiritualdirection.com is probably one of the largest um, amalgamations of anything spiritual so in terms of the catholic faith we have great authors that post you know blog posts on there all the time we have different videos different webinars we have all sorts of different type of education for people, and it's all free. Yeah, it's awesome. So when you go and visit spiritualdirection.com, you will see there's just like a thousand bios on right, there right. of all the contributors. It's, it's pretty impressive. Among seniors and yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some good, there's some good stuff on there. And then also, now you're launching a new podcast, uh, which is called Do the Harder Thing. Um, and uh, tell me about that. So the podcast, Do the Harder Thing, is is a continuation of a outreach or ministry that I started in 2019. Mm-hmm. And it is basically all it is is to help men in particular, but of course these different things apply to everybody, but help men in particular overcome habitual sin and in particular their pornography. Yeah, I would say that that's, I don't know that there's anything that's more necessary right now in this right. world. Right. Uh, you watch what's happening in the world, and I'm not like one of those old guys that say, like, back in my day, we didn't, you know, it's, but, but I will say that things have gotten incredibly uh, challenging uh, morally, uh, spiritually, uh, and really just people believing in God. And, right. and uh, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a challenge out there. So you're, gonna, you're hitting that thing head on then, right, obviously. Trying to. Definitely trying to. Yeah. And how, how – I mean, so do the harder thing. Now, that's not going to appeal to people like me because <laughs> it implies there's work. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, if, if you're taking the faith seriously, I'm not saying that you're not. But if yeah. you are, it's, it's, it is hard work. I mean, Christ said, take up your cross and follow me. And there's nothing easy about taking up your cross. Wait, 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 wait. We have to – oh, it's not easy. I can't have everything I want, and oh, there's no, no no sacrifice whatsoever. No, yeah, no. It's <laughs> sorry. I, I, I know. That Trust me. I'm you know I'm messing with you, but it's like I I uh, we need more people to, to at least realize <clears throat> what the harder thing is, right, 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 and why it's a good thing to do that, right. So that's this podcast. Now you you uh, we can find it just for those who are interested. They're starting to write things down. Um, so it's called Do the Harder Thing. Uh, and it's obviously uh, something you can find uh, in multiple places. But 
Instagram is right now you've got a page up. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a primary place to find it. It's do the underscore harder thing on Instagram. We we're working on backloading the episodes. So we have continuous content for people. And, right. And so if you search it on any podcast app, you're not going to find it just yet. Uh, maybe it'll by be the there time soon. This is out. Yeah, it'll, it'll be there. It'll be yeah. there. It'll be there soon. Uh, and you can certainly go to Instagram and you can kind of connect that way. Right. Absolutely. Certainly find out more about what's going to happen, et cetera, et cetera. But I would imagine that uh, do the harder thing is not something that you just suddenly woke up one day and thought like, you know, I think I'm going to just like do the harder thing. And I yeah. think that, that I'll make a podcast. Right. And no. I'll call it that. I mean, we all have these these journeys and these stories that ultimately lead us to where we are today, like right at this moment. Right. Right, and we have these triumphs and victories, and we have these uh, terribly scary, sad, gr- grief-filled moments. We have we have failures all through our lives, and all these things lead us to this moment. Right, and I imagine you've had somewhat similar experience to that's, lead you to do the harder thing. That's exactly right. Yeah, no, I, I actually was very anti doing anything in regards to this area of you would, work. You would do the no thing. Right. That's exactly. <laughs> I was doing the hiding thing is what I was doing. I wow. Was trying, yeah. I had no desire to do anything of this nature until God made it very clear. But I, I had essentially, I'm, I think the story is familiar for anyone who has struggled with any type of porn addiction or any type of addiction of any kind mm-hmm. really just destroyed my life. I was married. Uh, I had I had a wife. We are unfortunately divorced, mm-hmm. and you know I have a two year old beautiful little girl who I only get to see on the weekends, which is incredibly heartbreaking. And it was, you know, there's a lot involved there. You know, there's always two people involved in marriage, but primarily, and I tell everyone, my sin is what lit the fire that destroyed the marriage. Right. And that was a lot of uh, pornography, just doing things of that nature that that really rotted my heart and my mind and uh, brought me to a place of extreme pain and brokenness. And, and through that, overcoming that, it brought, I had actually even fallen away from the church, completely right. fallen away from the church. But through that brokenness, thankfully, I had a prodigal son moment or, or a St. Paul moment and um, brought me back here. And God made it very clear, hey, this is, this is what I want you doing. I want to use your brokenness to help other people overcome. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So it sounds like uh, you, you have certainly experienced the, uh, uh, the pain and the suffering part of, absolutely. Yeah, of absolutely. all this. So I, I imagine you are, you feel a little bit united to the cross uh, right. through all that. Right. Yeah. That I, I would call that an understatement, but yeah, you're yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, that's how, you know, God chose to save the world. Right. Right. right through what appears to be like destruction and right. death and whatever, but it's like, the overcoming part that's so powerful and so as long as you're seeing where the that that destruction is is leading right. like how you can use that that's an incredible thing yeah. but but so now were you uh were you like a good catholic kid or i mean how did no no so i can i converted to catholicism in high school okay but i think was it a family thing or was it, it was a family thing okay so i converted not too long after my dad did All right and i i was just kind of following along with emotions and that is one of the things that was so fundamental to my falling away because i was just going through the motions i didn't right. make the faith my own so you I, might find it hard to believe, but there actually are a few Catholics. I met them that sit in the pews that just follow the motions. There, right. there might be a few out there. Right. So just right. let's just be a, right. aware that that's possible. Right? Yeah. No. And, and it was it was part of kind of the downfall or the shattering of everything that had happened to me. You really didn't have any kind of foundation or anything to, right. to really barely. Latch I, onto. I had a string maybe or 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 a, a tiny line, and through that line is where you know God. Put but you back. wouldn't say your conversion was was worthless either, no, because no, 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 you no. essentially 
came to that realization. Right. You just right. had a bumpier road to get there. Right. So I converted in high school, went through the steps, didn't make it my own. I was going to Sunday or going to mass every Sunday, mm-hmm. but I, I had no concept of mortal sin. I had no concept of, you know, the Bible was eating and drinking damnation on yourself. All these different things, right? right. No concept of any of that. Living pra- basically a double life, but so ingrained in my own sin that I had no realization that I, that is what I was doing. It was a double life. Right. And uh, it's a very dark and destructive place to be. And that's what ended up leading, you know, to for me getting married and then falling away from the church, completely falling away from the church. I was going to a quote-unquote non-denominational parish, yeah. um, those sorts of things. But, uh, yeah, thank, thank God for at least that initial conversion because in that right. initial conversion, that's where I got that, that thread. Yeah, and I, want, I reiterate that because a lot of times people think that, like, well, I just wasted X number of years. And I want to go back and say, I mean, every step that we take is a step towards where we're going to end up. Right. Right. And so right. sometimes you might think it's a misstep, and really it wasn't. It's a, it's a seed that was planted. Right. And right. that seed just took a little while to germinate right. <laughs> and start to flourish in your life. Right. right. Now, it sounds like you, you've... Maybe you're in a healthier place now because, and I know we all, you know, when there's addictions and there habitual sins and things like that, we struggle. Uh, you know, it never really ever goes away. The temptation's right. always going to be there. The devil knows that. Right, exactly. Um, but it sounds like you've taken some ownership of, like, and been aware and just sometimes just um, allowing yourself to see yourself truly to look in the mirror and go like that's me and recognize you in the mirror not as the uh because you're a very handsome guy but uh, <laughs> but where you see b- beneath that and realize that there's there's some rot there right right yeah no it, it that's a really accurate it's funny that you bring that up that was an exercise that i had to do so to to kind of further your comment every 12-step group you can think of i went religiously okay to on top of counselors, on top of therapists, on top of intensive care, intensive care clinics, mm. right? These sorts of things. I'm the kind of guy that if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it to its fullest. I'm not, right. you know, it's going to get done. You you are a uh, a digital marketing analyst for spiritual direction. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so it's it's in your mind already to analyze to and, and there are ones and zeros right. that need to line up. Right. And I was a police officer for a number oh, of years. Oh, okay. Discipline too. Right. Then. So I need that structure and I need. I need a mission. Right? Okay. I believe every man needs a mission anyway, sure. but but that was my mission. It was, okay, I need to, as you know, every time you sin, you create a deficit, right? So I needed to help rebuild what I had created in the sense of the destruction that I, I had wrought and whatever it was that mm-hmm. I had done. I needed to make amends for that. And in a way, I also knew for my daughter's sake, I had to get healthy for her to yeah. be the father that she deserves. Amen. So, and that And that's also a beautiful thing to realize it's while it is about you it's not just about you right and and right. and that's one of the beautiful things about saint paul just reminding us that we're all members of the body right and that when one sins we all sin together we all right. there's destruction everywhere and right. of course when we all have joy we, we we all rejoice so it's like there's there's a connection so our actions it, it ripples out into right. the body of christ and so it's good that you would uh, that you would see it that way what what is it that that actually led you uh, like to, 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 well, the prodigal son, you know, in that story, you know, he was sick of eating. He wanted to eat what the pigs ate yeah. that he was feeding. Yeah. You know, he was like, why am I doing this? Yeah. And he actually turned. He was in a foreign land. He was in a place he didn't want to be. Right. Right. And he, but he turned. There was a, there was a turning. What was going on in your life that caused you to have that turn? I walked into my house and it was empty. And I heard the echo of my own footsteps. How? And my daughter was gone. 
and I didn't know where they were. Now, we're going to have a little pause here on the radio, and, and of course, all the people at EWTN are going to run up there. The engineers are going to go like, there should not be radio silence. <laughs> but, but it's like, that's, that's, that's powerful, because I know we've all been in a situation where we, something that we expected wasn't there. Right. Maybe even that we took for granted wasn't there. And right. then you start going like, where is it? Right. 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 And that and that's the first thing that kind of like just sort of set off. Well, I had already been working to reconcile for quite some time. But that was the moment where, you know, there's a difference between being broken and being shattered. That was the shattering moment mm. where it was already I had these broken pieces in my hand that I was trying to piece and glue back together. Rightfully so. But that moment, all those pieces fell out of my hands and shattered and truthfully felt as if they were ground to dust. And, you know, I, I, I wish I can remember which author said this, but there's a beautiful thing about being broken to that point, which is, you know, Christ is the living water and he can take that dust and turn yeah. it into clay and create something new. And thank God that's exactly what he did. I just had to surrender on my face and give him my yes. And whatever you want to do, God, I'm, I'm here for it. Now, was everything all rosy, the immediate the day, the next no. day, no. no, no. Imagine there was a process involved because I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. saying that because I know people are listening, going like, "I did that, I did that, I right. experienced that, that's happened." Right. Uh, what happens next? It's, it's, it's for me. My story is unique in the sense that God really took my ass and did big things very quickly to the point where there's still sometimes I look back and it doesn't seem possible. Right. But it clearly is. I mean, you look at the fruits of what what is going on, and there's tremendous fruits. So thank God for that. But it is it is hard work. It is, I had to get up every day and choose to do the harder thing. What is, whatever that may be. So whether it's like, okay, well, I'm exhausted. I've worked a hundred hours this week, but I have a 12 step group to go to. I probably, I've been doing good. Maybe I don't need to go to the 12 step group. You yeah. ask yourself, what's the harder thing? It's going to the 12 step group. So you go and you experience the graces and, and what flows from that in that choice to deny yourself. And to pursue what you know is right, and to pursue what God has put forward in that path. Now I know that uh, that Jesus never leaves us, and that you you had God on this journey, or at least recognized right, right. that He He wanted you on this journey. Um, but did you have anybody else to share this with, or were you kind of alone at the time when you're when you're deciding to do the harder thing? Right. I know it's even harder when there's no one there to say, "Dude, you need to do the harder thing." Right. No. Unfortunately, I was painfully alone for a significant period of time. And it was a absolute just prayer, crying, weeping, yeah. and turning to Christ. Thankfully, later in that journey, I had God said, "Okay, here now here's here's you know your Gandalf to your Frodo." Okay, right, he, and and that helped. But for the initial start of that journey, it was completely alone. But I guess we have to stress again that there there you you had uh, you had you had a connection. Right. I mean, maybe it started in RCIA, but you had a connection right. to a God that loves you. Right. Right. That a God that would die, that died specifically for you. Right. And that, that's a realization that a right. lot of folks who feel alone, you know, don't often see right. uh, readily enough. So, so powerful that I remember one of the turning points, there's many turning points, but one of the turning points was I was sitting in this non-denominational parish in their rock show. And I'm sitting there, and I'm th- and I was very mad at what I thought the Catholic Church was at the time. I was okay. very confused, and I had the thought out of nowhere, I miss the Eucharist, and I'm thinking, okay, what is that? Where, and where did that come from? <laughs> right. 
So you weren't listening that night when 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 uh, Father so and so or Teacher so and so was mentioning the Eucharist. Right. We believe that Jesus is body, blood, soul, and divinity present in the Eucharist. And this is beautiful. It's quintessential teaching of the Catholic Church. Any, any questions? No. Right. You you really weren't paying attention, but no. somehow internally you were receiving. Exactly. The, the seed was planted so that one day you'd go like. If there was only one, a way that I could be connected spiritually, physically, just integrally as a human being right. um, to Jesus, right. if there was just one way I could do that, it's like, oh, wait, I remember one. Yeah, you that's know? exactly right. That that's is exactly awesome. Right. And it, it was so powerful that it pulled, me out of, it, it pulled me out of whatever I was doing, and I had to go back and contemplate. Because as I said, I was mad at what I thought the Catholic Church was, qualification on thought, right? Because the Catholic Church is incredible. <laughs> There's yeah. so much freedom that's that is available to us and everything that it has. Um, so I had to really step back and say, okay, why do you why do you, why are you experiencing these emotions? Why are you experiencing these feelings? Why do you have a desire to pursue the Eucharist when you've not been a part of it for so long? And that ultimately led me down this pathway. And it was just another way that God, you know, as you said, that seed or that thread, where He said, okay, I need you. I have a mission for you. He doesn't need me. Let's let's clarify that. Right. But I have a mission for you that I want you to fulfill. So come on, stop playing around. I need you to get out of the pig pen. Let's go. Let's go. Awesome. So awesome. So you answered. Yeah. Uh, and then everything turned into roses, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I I realize it's a it's a journey, and you're still on it, right? right. Uh, and and I know uh, there are things that in life that we'll continue to struggle with, but at the same time, just um, what once you're let me ask you this, you know, since you're talking about this new podcast, Do the Harder Thing, and you've sort of described some of the Do the Harder Thing process in your head. Right, right. Is it, is it hard to do the harder thing at the beginning, then it gets a little easier? Does it stay hard? Is this a process where it's like a hills and valleys? How does that work in a man's life, or in your experience? Hills and valleys. That's yeah. a good way to put it, because some things will become easier, and th- some things will remain hard always, and then some things will, you know, it fluctuates. Right, so when one of the things we talk about is proper mortification in the sense of hopefully you have a spiritual director and that sort of thing, and just to make it as simple as possible, if you ever see me in mass, I don't use the kneeler, and it's just a simple denial of self. It is a simple action that I take to make sure that my lower nature is subordinate to my intellect rather than the other way around, which is what we see so often with those who are struggling with different addictions. They're subordinate to their lower nature rather than their intellect. So. Well, that's that's a beautiful thing, and that's a little thing that actually is kind of cool. And that's why you know a lot of times people will you know you know even Catholics will sort of um, dismiss the idea of giving something up for Lent or or, right. or whatever, and not realize that those little mortifications are really powerful, huge. Because what you actually think uh, about them is not nearly as much as what your what your actual body right desires right and and then as you're as we're talking about here in this do the harder thing especially guys that are struggling with a habitual sin like pornography um and and where it leads um essentially you're you're becoming a a enslaved to your body right and it's physical you know and you're you become like you know you're nothing but dopamine and endorphins exactly Uh, you're chemicals and you're no longer uh this spirit-filled Right. Uh, you know, and so I, and so a lot of times just those simple little things. So this is not you trying to be pious, although I'm sure there's some people that's like, sir, do you not know that there are needles here? We hate to see you like in this <laughs> way. Why are you doing that? It's like, I'm okay. Thank you. I've chosen to <laughs> yeah. do this. 
Um, yeah. So and, and 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 I get that, and I think that's beautiful. And I'm sure there's lots of other ways in your life you can do the harder thing. But oh, yeah. some of those are little ways that um, I'm thinking about. You know, Saint Therese. You know, little flower right. in her little way. These little things add up to be big things because sin is the same way. Right. The little that's sins. That's exactly right really lead to the big sins right. if you just ignore all the little sins. Right. So the converse is also true. I, I think that the multitude of little mortifications may actually be somewhat more efficacious, I'm saying this cautiously, than the big mortifications in terms of Lent. Right. Now, Lent is incredible and is absolutely necessary, but when you, what I'm saying is when you choose to deny yourself multiple times daily, that is how you create virtue because you're practicing virtue, even if it's as small as, I really want to go to Chick-fil-A today for lunch. He said, you know what? I have food at home. I need to stay at home. I need to eat what I have. That is a denial of self. Right. So those little choices taken multiple times, as you said, and, and, you know, the converse with sin, it adds up. It really adds up. It's very, very effective. And I I would imagine uh, in my own life, I've experienced that, you know, the the little sins that add up to to lead to the big sin is, is not even... Is rem- it's not nearly as powerful as the little mortifications adding up to w- right. the grace that comes Huge. from that. And I, and I would agree with you that like people that do the big mortifications, like I have decided uh, not to do this for the rest of my life. or I've deci- and, and they sort of like wear that on a t-shirt, which right. I'm not saying everybody's doing that. But right. sometimes we make these big moves. Right. And sometimes the little ones end up being more powerful because we didn't realize the great power that happens in mortification. Right. Well, it's even when we talk about recovering from certain addictions, you know, I, I try to tell these guys, because almost always, and it happens generally with the younger guys, but even with some of the older ones, oh yeah, I'm, I'm just never going to do it again. And I tell them, you need to focus on today. And then focus on tomorrow. Right. And then focus on the next day. Well, if God is all powerful, though, he can stop me from doing it for the rest of my life. So if I just commit now, right. I'll never do it again. And then they fall about an hour and a half later. Right. And then they think like, well, God is obviously not that powerful. Grace sufficient to the day. Yeah. Amen. Just just, just enough. Give us this day our daily bread. Right. right? He didn't say, right. you just eat it once and you're good. Right. It's not like elfin bread yeah. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's a good point. It's like you, yeah. need, you need me every day. Right. Exactly. Right? And, and so if we recognize every single day, maybe even every single hour that we need we, we that we need a savior right right in some way mortifications choosing the harder way these are little things that remind us every day right. that we need a savior and they sound far more intense th- than they are but again I, I speak to men primarily and that's how men speak so i'm still not kneeling on the ground <laughs> well, so i'm not gonna go there i don't blame you <laughs> I, do, I do sleep on a bed of nails though okay you know, there you so go. There if you that's go. okay does that qualify that does qualify <laughs> yeah that's pretty intense yeah i don't anyway all that aside um so like so there's probably some folks listening to this especially some guys or maybe there's some um uh some ladies who know that the, uh, a, a significant man in their life has is struggling right. with something. Right. Uh, they don't necessarily know exactly what, but someone listening, what 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 do they need to do? I mean, what where do they where do they go? Where do they turn? Um, you know, some people are they're Catholic. They just they've they've kind of stopped going to mass, or they're just they're, now right. they're listening to podcasts and spiritual programs. But they want to be close, but they're not really sure right. what step to take. What, what what do you advise a person who's at, at that like how to turn? How they do you just make that make turn? First step. Yeah. Well, I created something called the Immediate Action Plan, and that's five steps, and it's totally free. It's on my website, dotheharderthing.com, and there's a link on the Instagram if anyone goes that way. They can download it for free because I, I believe that all of this needs to be accessible and free for everybody. 
Um, and by the way, men or women, last talk I gave, I, I read a study that one in three women also suffer. I know I've heard that, and it's like, oh great, now the women have joined the men in the cesspool, right, and right. that's a problem because we used to like not burp in public because right. women we wanted we didn't want to gross out the women, right? And so, and we could always look to the women to lift us up and hold us up, and when when we pull them down into the cesspool with us, yeah. That's even more destructive and devastating. So that's a bad, right. <laughs> that's a bad place to be. So I know that there are also some women who can benefit from doing the harder things exactly, there as well. Exactly. So they can go and download that if they'd like. That just gives a basic, like, if you're just looking for a first step, this is your first step. This will help. But it is not exhaustive. It is not all-inclusive. There are many different things. The first thing you need to do, go to confession. Yeah. Get a good confession, sacrament of reconciliation, a firm purpose of amendment. Cannot stress that enough. Uh, and then just engage in the sacraments as much as possible. So we talk about that on this show all the time about when we have a top 10 list, like top 10 ways to do this or that. Right. One of those ways, no matter what it is, is always go to confession. Right. And I think a lot of people don't realize, well, I, I shouldn't say it that way, but I mean, essentially these sacraments, they're not boxes we check. They really right. are these grace-filled nuclear bombs. Right. And we just, we need to believe. I mean, we it's so easy for us to believe that there's this devil Right or scared, we go to scary movies. We love right. being scared, and we're scared of like the unknown or whatever. We we so easily believe that, but it's so hard for us to believe that there is a benevolent, loving God that would do anything for us, that wants us and desires us to be right. with Him for eternity, and gives us the grace to get there. Yes, and so we absolutely. need to believe in that grace. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, I can't stress that enough. And that is one of the five steps for a sneak preview for people. <laughs> All right, awesome. So, yeah. so uh, again, we're talking to Jordan Burke, and Jordan Burke is telling us to do the harder thing. He's got a website, do the harder thing.com, but also find him on Instagram, do the underscore harder thing. Uh, and, uh, and you can find out more about this, and you have the, the sort of like quick start five step. Right. You know, instant oatmeal thing. Yep. You can you can go there and right. you can you know, just click on that and see what happens and right. and open that uh, possibility up. Um, and then certainly know that God loves you, right? Uh, right. Uh, and receive and accept His grace and realize that grace is transformative, right? You you know you need to know that God loves you just the way you are, right. Right. as broken, mutilated, bent, and stinking, and as you are. God loves you. No, right. he, that's why he died for you in the state that you are right now. Exactly. He doesn't desire you to stay there. Right. And he gives you that grace to sort of carry you forward yep. to where you're. And, and here you are uh, on the Catholic Cafe, but but uh, maybe that's not the best place to be. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll ex- this is this is one step along. The food's along. great. So <laughs> that's I'm happy. exactly right. The sprinkled yeah. donuts and no calories in our donuts. Oh, good. So good, good donuts. Um, but you know, you've got some. God has got plans for you. I can right. sense. Uh, that's happening, and so we certainly uh, uh, thank you for coming and joining us here at the Catholic Cafe. Again, Jordan Burke, do the harder thing, uh, and we look forward to the success from that particular ministry because it's 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 thank needed you. here. Thank you, thank you. Uh, and you know, also, I just uh, would just we give ourselves here at the Catholic Cafe to the Blessed Mother, mm-hmm. and no matter how ugly our face is. A face only a mother could love, right? <laughs> the Blessed Mother loves us and will and will lead us uh, to her Son. Right. So let's ask for her intercession. Absolutely. In the name of the Father and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Catholic Cafe. If you'd like to contact Deacon Jeff, send him an email at deaconjeff at thecatholiccafe.com. Visit us on the web at thecatholiccafe.com. You can also find us on iTunes 
or follow us on Facebook and Twitter. The Catholic Cafe is brought to you by the Order of Malta Federal Association. Join us again at the Catholic Cafe, serving up salvation one cup of coffee at a time. Thank you.